and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, everyone. (laughs) How are we? Hello, my beautiful darling. How are you? So today I am being hit with a truck of hay fever. So uh, that's me in a nutshell, in a pollen (laughs) seed. That's me. Hopefully you will grow out of it. I mean, um, you're living in a sort of urban area, so um, there can't be too much pollen floating around. Apart from anything, the heat's going to dry it up in no time. Yeah. It's super hot today. It's really hot. I, guys, I am so <laughs> sleepy from the hay fever. It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> if I take if I take a Benadryl, I'm going to get more tired. So um, I'm happy to be here. Um, if I channeling. sound tired, it's because hay fever is killing me right now. And but, you're channel, channeling your inner cat, your lounge yeah. lizard cat. Yeah, I just want to go to sleep. Does anybody else get hay fever like this? Where you just like, and it's very hot in London right now. So the heat and the hay fever, the dust. Yeah, I just want to want to go to sleep. But the more I'm talking about, it, the more tired I'm getting. So, <laughs> so stop energizing that. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> other things. How are you? Me, I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm um, very excited about today's episode. Yeah. Because it's all about love. It's all about, um, yeah, love. Love, romance, attracting love, recognising the energy associated with love, maximising love, um, being clear with your intentions to do with love and um, activating your uh, feng shui uh, with love. Sounds lovely. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so where do we begin in this planet of love well it's um one of the things i love about feng shui is its um acknowledgement of time and space so it's um it's it's something that you can measure so every june for example we're in june right now this is going out in june there's the earthly branch of the horse well that is known as one there's lots of but there's one um star of romance so it's known as a peach blossom and uh, the peach blossom's one of the most auspicious. It's said to bring good luck in love and relationships. People that are born with this energy tend to be very attractive and popular, very lucky in love. Um, they may also have lots of romantic people, <laughs> interests or... Um, Players. Yeah, good at flirting, I think, is, uh, is one, of, one, of, one way to look at it. So this is a, a timing situation because we are in the month of this. I mean, there's more than one peach blossom. So this is one. 
this is the horse. So I thought it would be good to talk about the energy of the horse and find out where in your home you can tap into this energy and what you can do to tap into this energy. In fact, just before this podcast, I tapped into this energy literally by doing a groundbreaking technique. Cool. I tried to encourage you to do the same, but you were too um, yawny. (laughs) Yeah, mum was just like, tap into the wall. And I was like, I've got nothing to tap into. And she was like, can you move any of the furniture? Can you like move your desk? Can you shake your desk? So I just like, I did like as much as this. (laughs) And she just looked at me and I was like, well, it's better than nothing. (laughs) It really isn't. So So you've got until three o'clock. After three o'clock, that window closes. I've done it. You haven't. You've, well, you're tuning in to the energies right now. No, you've got to... One of the ways of activating that chi... Okay, <laughs> actually, one of the ways is meditation. So if we were to record this after you've done it, you might be more awake or... If I meditate, I'll go to could, sleep and I'll wake up. Yeah. <laughs> That's an epic fail. Well, then I'll be more refreshed. <laughs> Makes but, perfect sense. So because we're, we're, because we're recording this at the time, we are activating it. We're doing something um, progressive. Some, we're doing something that we do at the right time in the right space because we're both aligned with this energy. We're both sitting in the south and we've both got our backs to the west. And um, in this, this is a little bit more to do with Chi Men Dunjai. Let's just have a look at the flying stars. We've got some excellent stars in the south. We've got eight and one. And in the west, we've got an eight and a double six. So that's really nice energy. And let's just have a look at the Chi Men because now I've mentioned it. I want to talk about it. So in the West, we've got a very auspicious um, combination known as flying bird falls into the cave. I'm sorry. (laughs) What? (laughs) Flying bird falls into the cave. Right. And that's auspicious. Yeah, that's really good. What that signifies. Oh, yeah. Suspense, mum, have a nice sip during <laughs> during the um, <laughs> the, <drop>. the reveal. <laughs> so what what that signifies is your it's good luck just literally falling into your lap. Uh-huh. So um, that's one of the reasons why I was late joining this podcast because I was tapping into that energy. But we've also got the moon deity, we've got the scenery door, and we've got a, a one uh, one of the lucky energies of the the stars, the grass star. There's also the stems of Bing and Ren, so Yang Fire and Yang Water. So that's in the West right now, but we tapped into the energy of the South, particularly South Two, and that has um, it's got the Chief in there, it's got Ren, it's got Ding Yin Fire, Yang Water. And it's also got the pillar, which is um, really good for talking, speaking. There's the harm door, but I don't want to put make that sort of worry you. That's just all about change. So is this mm-hmm. what's going on right now? Right here, right now, while we're talking. Okay. So do you feel enlightened? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I feel... I've got all the clarity I need to move forward. So I feel like forgot- my eyes are less itchy, actually, which is quite good. 
very so pleased about this. Yeah, so it's working. So as we continue, we can we can check back in and see how your level of hay fever is manifesting. Maybe going up. It may be going down. <laughs> So we're talking about love. Yes, we are. Is it this like, is this platonic and romantic? Yes. I mean, love comes in many shapes and forms. So it can be love of your, love of nature, love of your job, love of um, yourself. I mean, I um, I once went to see the Dalai Lama and he did point out you can't love another until you love yourself. And I think a lot of people neglect themselves. They put themselves last, so um, so they sort of feel quite exhausted and um, maybe don't think of love. Maybe they're thinking of love. Not for, oh, I'm rambling. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all sorts of love that we're talking about. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. Right. So, where do you want to start in this episode about love? Well, I think, it's, you know, feng shui is all about time and space and activation. So we've got the energy of the horse right now until I believe the 6th of July or is it the 7th? 7th. Okay, good. I'm glad you know. So until that until that shift, we've got a sort of accumulation of love. Because let's imagine the horse, first of all, is a fire energy. It's associated with sunshine. So we've got yang fire right now. So just being outside meeting people or putting yourself in a situation where you could meet people. It could be something quite spontaneous. I mean, nowadays we all spend so much time sitting at our desks or working from home or working in an office. We don't get a a chance to circulate. So when the sun shines, people are more inclined to go outside and circulate. And then you're more likely to bump into someone. So first of all, you've got that general practical aspect with Yang Fire, with the, the horse. The horse is also about the heart and about the mind, and it's about your mindset as well as as well as the energy you can tap into with the feng shui. So you can so on the twenty four mountains when when we sort of knuckle down and go into a bit deeper in feng shui, you've got um, the all of the peach blossoms and the horse is one of them are actually allocated directions and and the horse is south too so exactly 180 degrees of cardinal south and then seven and a half degrees either side you'll be tapping into that sector of your home so you can activate it in different ways and we spoke about one just actually doing something something significant so right now we're discussing love and you and i obviously have love for one another but we also have a love of what we're doing we love our audience we love what we're creating we love hearing back from people so hopefully this will expand because of the time and space that we're doing it on but other methods of activation could include the one i did which is actually called groundbreaking where i i actually physically knocked a nail into the wall and that the position of that nail was south too so i i measured um where that was on my home i'm looking at my floor plan lined it with a compass and um and I knocked a nail into the wall. So it's a little bit like acupuncture for the house. So you're breaking a surface, you're releasing energy, but you're also using your mind in, in a conscious action. So you're aligning with your action. You're, you're very much aware of what you're, what you're doing. And prior to that, I did a meditation and a prayer. I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. <gasps> All good. <laughs> so I've just had to cut out a nice chunk of time with mum sneezing. sneezing. <laughs> 
Uh, I thought I'd save your ears from going through what I just went through. <laughs> Followed by a nice big blowing of the nose. Well, I feel um, a lot better now. Yeah, I'm glad you got that out of the way. <laughs> Where were we? I was on a, I was on a real run. Oh no, I don't remember. So it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just here, like I'm half here, half not here. It's like, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're talking about activation. So, oh yeah, I ha- <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, everyone, can you hear the sound of the car beeping when that first one went off? I was like really like scared. I looked out the window like. <laughs> I was thinking Chloe's going to, to tell me off. No, you can't control that, but I'll keep that because on our YouTube you can watch Mum's reactions. Um, I had a question. Okay. It's more like a personal question. Okay. Um, you know you know that you're knocking nails into the wall fairly yeah. often? No, I'm not. But, no, but, I'm not. But... but, but you're renting. So how are you doing that? As long as you make good on the surface. And I'm doing it very discreetly, actually. I'm not doing it in like the middle of the wall. What was this? <laughs> when I said renting, mom just went, no. Why? You're doing a great job, thank you. No, no because I'm very conscious of being a um you know, respecting the property that I'm living in, my abode. <laughs> I very so I much do it. I doubt our, our, your landlord is listening to this, and if she is, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, just in case, I'm very respectful, and so should everybody doing this be respectful of the property, whether they they own it, borrow it, rent it, borrow or... it, <laughs> <laughs> slum it. <laughs> Uh, if you can still activate. You can stop it. Well, if you did, then the Pet people sitting. that live there would benefit. But um, basically, I'm very discreet, so I do it where you, I don't do it on a beautiful, smooth surface, plastered surface, or in the middle of, say, you know, work of art. I do it under, <laughs> say, the windowsill. <laughs> do it in a work of art. Can you imagine just going around putting pins in works of art? <laughs> going into your posters and be like, oh, right, yeah, right in the middle. Nice. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what Tonya did, which was so funny, honestly? Yeah, Tonya's someone that Mum's worked with. <laughs> She's my bestie, BFM. She, um, oh, got thank you for clarifying. <laughs> She got what, a pin? <laughs> no, she got these fake eyes uh-huh. with, st- with sticky stuff on the oh, back. Like googly eyes. Googly eyes. Yeah. And she didn't tell anyone, um, but she went around the supermarket. Did she? On, yeah, on I've eggs. seen stuff like that online. I think that's where she got the idea, but... Um, but she, oh, didn't stick around, she didn't stick around to video it, but they probably got her on the Super Milky Gamble. <laughs> Did she do it to a lot of items? I think so, yeah. Yeah. That's quite funny. Ooh. Okay, so completely off tangent. What were we t- uh, oh, I remember, I remember. Oh, you were going to ask me a personal question. Yeah, I asked her. What was it? Do you. <laughs> <laughs> 
to do with your love life I thought you were going to tell me you because that would be a personal question of me (laughs) (laughs) no okay okay so So, disappointing then (laughs) (laughs) I'm disappointed you're not going around sticking pins in artworks (laughs) okay so can you stick a pin in the floor or the ceiling that's what I was going to say that yeah so you do it somewhere discreet. I didn't uh-huh. do it under a window sill, if there happens to be a window or, or a what, in a house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird. Or, I, I only or, know the house is without windows. Or where the carpet meets the the you know where the carpet and the floor meet. So I do it. That there. sounds like the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's going to sort of look at that for holes well everyone Hopefully. listening to this will now <laughs> all the landlords that listen to this podcast <laughs> like oh <laughs> right you're gonna have to edit yourself because i'll blow my nose again right right can you edit that out of everything <laughs> yeah welcome back everyone i've just went through that all on my own again straight into the ears mom blowing her nose i think where i'm sending you love which was my intention i'm receiving all of you <laughs> this is how fever. i show love this is, uh, yeah, have my hay fever. <laughs> right, Don. Is it my turn? What to talk? Yeah, I've got itchy eyes now. Yeah, I've got itchy eyes. <laughs> okay. Nan will tell so, us well. She'll be like, stop touching your face. <laughs> Hi, Nan. Love you. <laughs> Hi, Nan. Love you. Okay, so June is a peach blossom. Yeah, cool. Yeah, now, I got that twenty minutes ago. <laughs> and the direction of the horse, which is the peach blossom, two, yeah, one hundred eighty degrees. So you can activate it with um, the sort of acupuncture method. You can also activate it with an activity. You can also activate it with a meditation. If you're doing a meditation, sit with your back to the self. And if you're doing an activity, do the activity in the sector of the self. If you're doing the earth breaking, do it in the south, obviously. Um, another method is to move the furniture, like you're doing some spring cleaning, but, you know, not just shake the desk, but actually pull it out, hoover, you know, dust it, really sort of basically create an activity. So it's the same thing as all, well, similar, it's not the same, but it's having the same effect as what we're doing right now. Another method is the water method, and that's where you have a water feature or you can even do the standard one that we do just for, say, for Peter. It's just because it's easy. It's the pail of water with the small aqua um, fish tank pump that goes in circulating the water, getting oxygen into the water, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you are a poet. Truly. <laughs> oh, and there's the fire method as well, which is a quick but but sort of not not long lasting. You just so the burn other... the house down, and then it's already down to the floor. It's no, you don't last want. Never ever 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 leave a candle unattended, and never ever 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 leave a candle. What in... about if you're an arsonist and that's your thing? Then you should be in jail. Uh-huh. <laughs> you. That's what about bad. If you're a, that's what negative. About if you're, you're a controlled arsonist. You like to have bonfires. You've called yourself an arsonist because you like to make really big fires. 
no, I don't. Maybe isn't what you said. No, I, I, I liked... had a I had a fireplace in the boat, and Mum was just like loving life. She just <laughs> kept finding things to throw in the fire. I went. I took uh, that uh, like two mile walk <laughs> with <laughs> the with that muddy old suitcase. Yeah, yeah, Filled yeah. Filled it up with with with. Wood, Stuff. things yes, that things that you're meant to burn, coal yeah. and all of that, because your boat was so cold and damp, everything yeah. was freezing cold. And that night I had to stay the night. I've never yeah. known such yeah. a. I mean, respect to all the people that live on boats. I don't know if yours was just exceptional, but um, no, they do get cold and damp. Well, that's why I built a big fire that one occasion. But yeah, it's true. I do like building fires. Yeah, something quite sort of. No, I was thinking more. Joe, the arsonist. <laughs> episode. Oh, I didn't mention what episode it was. Gosh, my brain. It's episode 47, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome back to Smashing Secrets. <laughs> Do you want to start from the beginning? I'm Joe, the arsonist. <laughs> and this is my daughter, Chloe, the goddess. <laughs> With hay fever. <laughs> okay, goddess Chloe. Do you want to tell me about the other stars, Peach Blossom stars? Um, No, I think I'll let you crack on. Is that think with an F or think with a TH? Both. (laughs) (laughs) I can't do the difference in my Fs and THs. Okay, so the other Peach Blossom, so they all follow the cardinal directions. So you've got uh, North, True North, that's the energy of the rat, so North 2. Then you've got, um, this is a year actually, peach blossom year, because it's the rabbit year. I should have mentioned that earlier. Uh, and in your 24 mountains, that would be due east, so 90 degrees due east, east two. And then what's the other one? You're asking me? Yeah. <laughs> what on earth would make you think I knew the answer? <laughs> because it's a metal one. It's west. I'm going to guess metal. West, maybe? <laughs> what animal? Dog, dragon, what am I? Rabbit, rooster, rooster. Rooster. I said rooster. Eventually, I said rooster. Look now, I can edit this so I sounded right the whole time. Two hundred seventy degrees due west, west two. That's what I said. Yeah, and that's where your your back is now. You're tuning into that energy now. now. I'm tuning into that energy right now. And it's to do with communication. And it's to do with communications. You echo. No, you (laughs) echoed me. (laughs) You enjoying your tea? It's water. It's chilled water. Oh, it says children um, water. Children water. (laughs) 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 From the Evian Mountain. I do. And um and it's nice and cool. It's very cool in my in my very cool cat. So thank you. Mum's holding up a cup. Um so we've gone through the directions, right? That we've gone through all the directions. Mm. Okay. So for everyone that's listening that's single and want to mingle, what's the advice from a feng shui consultant? <laughs> So right now, you've got really good energy building up anyway because it's the the south. Um, it's the month of the of the south too. It's jiggy, month jiggy. of of the horse. Yeah, so very much fiery energy. 
very passionate, very loving. So going outside and being outside and having that clear intention in your mind that you'd like to meet someone. Now, I know your generation is more online. Millennials. But that's but so you know join a dating agency join a, a, a an app. apps mom. <laughs> <laughs> In my day they they were like um, phone book. <laughs> no, well we did have phone books. No, it was more you join a dating agency. I can't think of any because I didn't join any. Maybe, Maybe I did once. Oh, we should open up a dating agency for like the Chinese feng shui astrology thing. I bet someone's done that already. I don't reckon so. You know. Because I think there is stuff for Western, but I don't think there's any for Eastern. Well, you, so when you want to, if you're single and ready to mingle, look at, first of all, your bars and see which stars, um, if you have any of the peach blossoms. So if you have a rabbit or a rooster or a horse or a um, rat, did I say that one? So they're the four. If you've got any of those in your chart or in your luck pillar, so if they're in your natal chart, that means... Um, it's the energy makeup of who you are. If it's in your luck pillar, it's the energy external to you that's going on right now, the sort of main influence of energy that's going on right now. See if you've got any stars of romance. If you do, see where they lie in your chart. So if it's in your year, it's around you generally. So if you're all those born in, say, 1966, that's the year of the horse, they're going to probably be tapping into an elevated amount of this energy, a much bigger opportunity pool, much more sort of expansion, more sort of, well, I say opportunity a lot, but it's 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 the quality as well. It's the depth of it. it it's much richer. So they're may, meeting maybe a higher standard of people. Um, it's also fires to do with fame and recognition. So if you're an influencer and you love your job, this is the time to really cast your net out and, and, and expand your your social network to tap into that energy as much as you can. So everyone can do that. This is the time of doing it. But if you've got it in your chart, particularly if it's in your year or your month or your day or your hour, then you're going to have that little bit more of an edge. So if it's in your year, it's more of a general thing. If it's in your month, it's more to do with your uh, character, personality. Um, So people will be looking at you. Fires to do with the eyes. People see you. So make sure your your presence is, is very visual. And Make sure you look hot. Yeah, totally. If it's in your day of birth, it's more to do who you are essentially. So then we can have a look at um, activating different areas of your feng shui to bring that out. <clears throat> Same for the hour. Again, internal. It's um, what you're thinking about. You might be suddenly ch- brainstorming or channeling huge ideas, massive ideas that bring out the passion, that bring out, also when you think about love, it's like, you know, when we say things, oh, I love this, and you tell your friend, and your friend loves it as well, and then you tell, I mean, that's how things spread. So again, that's um, what we're talking about, this kind of energy as well. So it's really good for marketing. If we're looking at it from a business perspective, you love your product, you love your audience, you love your fans. You know, it's about expressing that, opening the heart, letting that pure energy come flying out. It's a joyous experience. It's a happy experience. We feel lighter because of it. We're not sort of wallowing in our gloomy thoughts or or of of if we're very fearful what if what if and so we hold back love's not about that love gives you the confidence to let go of fear 
and to step into the light. And, and that's what this energy is all about. So we've got that right now. And it's fire is an energy that um, is, can be very consuming. So it re- requires fuel. So in order to make that, that, that um, a, abundant energy, you need to make sure that you're doing your, if it's in the business capacity, that you're looking at your audience, that you're doing your research, you're doing your product development, you're also discussing things, you're, you're being creative using your imagination, because that's another way of using this energy is visualizing it, seeing your future. So a lot of manifestation techniques talk about that. They're using the power of the mind. Fire is very much about the power of the mind. So um, so if you have it in your chart, great. If you don't, then you can activate the south in your chart and you're going to have double because not only do we have double the stars this year, right now it's really powerful, but you're also going to be doing an activity, whether it's um, spring cleaning or or actually doing a launch or doing um, something live or, or just even if you're sitting there doing your homework. I mean, you're doing an activity, you're applying yourself to something and you're doing it with an alignment. We've got you back to the self-direction and you're aligning with that energy. Now, you and I are both aligning this at this moment with the West so we've got both. We're in the south sector and we're also aligning with the west energy. The west energy is really good for connectivity and connecting with others, spreading that information, that news, that knowledge. So we're doing that on purpose. We're also doing it intuitively because both of us happen to design our house with with in this formation. So um, there's a lot of spiritual sort of help and guidance going along with the fire energy. So um, you could be a little bit more mindful of that and look out for little signs just to see if you're on the right path, that sort of thing. So this is this is specifically only in effect right now, it being June, it being the horse energy. Yeah, but don't forget, we've also got it for this year. In the rabbit. Yeah, so if you want to... And that's to, in the east. Exactly. So check your chart. You and I have the rabbit in now. Um, our birth, yeah. So ideas, creativity, very art focused, very mm. conceptual, very um, organic. I mean, it's, it's interesting. This is the year that you started um, developing your garden and planting things from seed. So there was that kind of intuitive um, feeling because um, because the the energy of yin wood is small wood, whereas yang wood would be more about buying something that's already formed, it's already established, it's got uh, uh, maybe a barky um, trunk or shrubby sort of energy, whereas you've gone for the yinwood intuitively, you've gone for seeds and, and growing things from scratch, and it's like ideas. So you, you get suddenly an inspiration, but you nurture that idea, you, 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 you sort of look after it, you water it, you feed it. You, you pluck out any fears or doubts. I mean, that's what, what this energy is about throughout the whole year because it's year of the rabbit. So, in, so like you and many other people that are listening, you've got the rabbit, rooster, and rat. That's like mm. three of the four mm. romantic energies. Well, they don't always mean romance. So they can come out in lots of different ways. So um, with the rats, it's um, more to do with your knowledge, your intuition, your intellect. Also, um, it's it, the rat, the the water, the 
All right, I don't want to waste the whole podcast going all into depth with the with the um, characteristics of each animal. But um, yeah, basically, you can have more than one in your chart. Some people have all four. Some people have two. Some people have three. I've got three, but they also react to one another. They're very pure forms of energy. So when you look at um, when 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 we get a bit deeper. When you look inside all of the earthly branches, you'll find something known as hidden stems. And all of the peach blossom stars have hardly any hidden stems. So the energy is very pure. So it's, 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 there's nothing hidden. They're very open. So when people, you meet people that have these stars in their chart, they tend to be very open, very transparent. Now, fire um, has a little bit of yin earth, but water, um, the energy of the rat is yang water and the hidden stem is yin water. And in the horse, it's yang fire on, on, on the outside. Inside, the hidden stem is yin earth um, and yin fire inside. In the rooster, outside, it's yin metal. Inside, it's yin metal. In the rat, outside, is yang water. Inside, is yin water. So, But it's very pure. So they tend to be very open. There's not, they're not nothing hidden. The other thing is they, they can perhaps they come out as being attractive, but it doesn't necessarily mean attractivity in outward appearance. It could come through in their character. Yeah, yeah. Come through in their... their, their, I mean, everyone who meets you does sort of fall in love with you. (laughs) Well, it's kind of true. It's like people people adore you. Like, it's just like you have this, you just have this sort of aura (laughs) around you where you, like, you're very charming. And yeah, like that could be a peach blossom thing. And you, people gravitate towards you, and you've got like a very like beautiful like smile, very like engaging eyes. Like you're very engaging. <laughs> well, I was like, <laughs> carry on, carry on. Um, well, I've got two questions from okay. this. Where uh, first of all, if someone in their chart doesn't have any of the this, I'm assuming it's not. But is it doom and gloom? No, 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 not at yeah. all. And then my second question is, what about if you've actually got, like, argumentatively, like, maybe too much romance in your life? Like, you've got loads of people and you, you don't like it. Like, mm, maybe mm. there's, like, maybe you have, like, a husband and you're really happy, but then there's, like, other... It could be people are, like, interested in your husband. You're just, like, I want that to cool down. Or, like, people really interested in you and you're just, like, I don't know why this is going on. Mm, Those mm, are my two mm. questions. Okay, so first one. If you are born without any peach blossoms in your chart, don't worry. There are other stars. The peach blossoms tend to be the big ones because they're on the 24 mountains, so you can activate them in your feng shui. All you need to do is get a floor plan of your property you me- and then measure the facing directions. So not, it's not necessarily where the front door is, but most cases it is. But have a look at the front facade of the building and it's normally the one that sort of faces it out to a nice view or the main road or um, it could have the um the prop the name of the property on the front or um the, the street address on the front so it's something that's a little bit more elevated than the back of the property that i'm just thinking of one of our patreon members who um who sent me pictures actually where the front and the back because it was a apartment block and it's very difficult to distinguish which one was the front which one was the back because they both look very similar but there will be one that will sort of have more of an elevation whether it's the the environment outside could be more yang 
to the back of the property, which could be sort of more for the the rubbish collection and that sort of thing. So there will be most people will be able to tell. So you find your orientation of the front of the building, then you can put on your map of the 24 mountains and you just basically mark out where on your property is east, south, west and north. They're your peach blossom areas. Are they in rooms that you can activate, such as um, the living bedroom. room? Or, yeah, you can activate the bedroom. Jiggy, jiggy. But if you want to calm things down, you don't. Mm-hmm. In fact, if, you, if you're sleeping on a peach blossom, then what you can do is, depending on what it is, you can use things to maybe quieten the chi down. So if, it's, if you're sleeping on a horse energy, this is month of the horse, you may be attracting much more uh, unwanted attention from um, other people. And, mm-hmm. um, it, and it may be that you do find it a little bit aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fire, when it's too strong, can become a little bit aggressive little bit violent a little bit sort of controlling and um it can be very spontaneous but it can be very sort of explosive and mm. i mean the worst case now is i'm sort of thinking of violence mm. so you might well want to calm it down and then you would either remove yourself from that area and sleep somewhere else if that's not possible then at least move the bed away from it as much as you can if that's still not possible then you use the elements the five elements and the ones that can um really reduce the fire energy <coughs> is the um, earth element, a metal, cut off the oxygen, cut off the sort of, um, so have more control on the situation. The earth will be making sure you're more grounded so that you're not hanging on to it in your head and radiating it out, but actually you're letting go of it. So massage getting more relaxed about it, getting rid of all the anxiety, letting go. Metal is becoming more sort of disciplined and more able to have cutting remarks. Remember we said about communication being metal, so you can cut through any sort of flirtatious stuff by letting people know very clearly where your head's at. Um, Discipline as well, so you can become a more disciplined sort of dresser so that you're not dressing provocatively. You know, the, our appearance and our body language can send out signals. So there's, if you really wanted to calm it down, there's things that you can do using feng shui, but also being quite practical. You can shift the energy, um, remove all the wood if you can. If you've got um, a, in your south sector, if you've got it full of plants like mine is, then um, you could start maybe putting the plants somewhere else, like in the east or the southeast, and um, stop having that fire energy fed. Fire, fire in order to burn requires fuel. So that's one way of calming it down using feng shui. And you can do similar things to the other di- directions as well. So um, water, you can use the earth to calm it down. You can put plants in there, plants in pots in there, just to absorb and draw up the water. If it's in um, the east, then maybe a scented candle can can sort of activate it. But if it's... If it's um, if it's really strong, then you could, um, well, again, I think the best way is just to avoid activating it and spending time in that area. So, um, you know, having a balance, actually. But if you wanted to increase your love life, then spend time in those areas. If you want to decrease your love life and have a little bit more peace and calmness in your life, then don't activate them to begin with. Mm. That's made me think, what about if um, in one of these directions you had a 
baby cot, baby's like screaming, would you maybe want to move the baby away? Then I was thinking like, what about fertility? Can this weave itself in here? Well, yeah. I mean, um, one of the ways we express ourselves in 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 the in love and romance is physically. So yeah, yeah, fertility is going to be if if that's what you want. You want to have a child, and you want to sort of um, that's a massive creativity, isn't it? And um, it, but yeah, but on that subject, like say if we've got listeners that are struggling to get pregnant. With yeah. their partner, what can you do to help well, with function? Put the bed on the spend time together. So, so just going back to that floor plan idea, if you find that your peach blossom is in, say, a yin room where you're not spending time, can that room be developed into, um, you know, a playroom, a bedroom, or a, a more act- active room? If it's say the garage and it's not possible. Then what about the other ones? Have a look at the other three, what you've got going on in there. If it's the bathroom and you're flushing it away, again, look at see what other ones you've got. You might find that there's one that you can tap into. If you can't, then there is something we can do. We can microscale it into the, the room that's got the biggest yang. But now we're getting yang energy, but now we're getting sort of quite complicated and I don't want to get too technical. But basically, see look at your floor plan. See where they are. Are they in a yang room like the bedroom or the lounge or a study? Maybe there's a the entrance of your home is facing that direction. Maybe that's what's causing all that sort of attention, which is great for business. You want that. So that'd be a great business address. But if it's um if 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 you're looking to activate it, then see which is the best option. Also look at your chart, see which one can where if you've got them in your chart whereabouts in the chart and then you can activate that um if you haven't got them in the chart then you can try activating each one if you've got the if 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 you've got a good yang energy you don't activate anything in the bathroom (laughs) and then um what else can you do timing so um (laughs) june is really good but you've got another shot in september and you've got another shot in december and then another shot in march and then we get back to june so you can look at timing as well as a time for launching if it's some a product you love you can look at the timing of the event as well don't forget you get these um energies uh, annually monthly but also daily so today is have a look today's a tiger day which means the next horse day will be on saturday the 17th now what brings up an interesting point you can have too much of a bad thing do you remember we were talking about having more than one in your charm Mm -hmm. they can be a little bit volatile because they're so pure so don't activate on the 17th because you've got two horses in a row. In fact, um, it's probably best not to pick a horse day until July because when you've got some, you get something known as a clash or a, some um, a self-penalty. So when you've got two horses in your chart, you could be quite hard on yourself. The same applies if you've got two roosters in your chart. There's other ones as well. But also the rat and the rabbit react to one another the rat and the rooster react to one another and the rat and the horse react to one another. So it's not just pure sailing. There are sort of different currents and different things that are playing here. But um, 
anybody who's got any queries or questions can email us. Happy to help. I will be going into this subject deep, more deeply, including the other styles that are available in our Patreon community. So we've got the question thing set up. If people do have questions that they'd like to ask, or if they'd like to look at their own chart and identify where their um, animals are. And there's also things um, which we can look at and explain things like the salty pool, which is not is is can't come under the romance energy, but it's also associated with flings, and um, tears, <laughs> broken hearts. Nice. We've also got um, the double happiness star, which is really auspicious for weddings and longevity, um, good luck. Um, we've got happy stars. Um, there's loads of them. There's the red chamber. So there's loads of things that we can use to magnify the energy of love in all of its different formats. So you've got the intimacy between uh, uh, the partners. Um, you've got business, love and respect. You've got compassion, another high frequency frequency of love. And, you know, right down at the bottom, you've got the things to be aware of when things get a little bit seedy, which is the um, lust part of love, that dark sort of more temptation, addiction, obsession, that kind of thing can come under the very low frequency. Mm. But, the, the, but fire is more of an up, is joy, opening of the heart. So when we focus on the high stuff and tune into the high stuff, that's what we'll attract into our lives. How about people that are healing a broken heart? How what can what kind of practices or rituals in feng shui can they do to attract new love after a breakup? You again activate the peach blossoms in your home. Spend time in those sectors. Practice self love. Mm. Practice healing. I would go my my beeline. I probably would go to would be the rabbit area and um, or therapy. Having um, a therapy on the end of a phone or or online on an app in the West sector, because that's all about communication. You could also, um, I mean, you could, I was about to say, you could go into the North, because the North this year has some really good energy, really good energy that you could tap into. But the North is also water energy, and that's about facing your fears. Now, if you've got a broken heart, you may start being quite sort of inwardly sort of sabotaging, you know, like, well, you know, hurting yourself with these sort of, questions of why me what's wrong with me these sort of things so i would have perhaps if that's where you're you're indulging yourself in that regard then perhaps avoid the north and instead do this the north uh, sorry the west in terms of communication but the healing the energy most associated with healing would be um, the wood element and that's also where you'll sort of get your creative inspiration so um so if you're healing, then that's what I'll do. But if you, you know, healing and wanting to get back up, up, if you dust yourself off and get back up on there and make yourself again available, then yeah, you, you can go into the horse energy. We've got really good energy there this year, right now. And um, it's available right the way through to the 6th or 7th of July. But then the month of the go is very strongly connected with the horse. So you can still carry on right into August. And then you've got the earthly branch of the rabbit kicking in much mm. in a much stronger fashion. So, um, I mean, it, to be honest, the rabbit's been around since February, March. And we had month of the rabbit as well. Mm. So um, there's a lot of love available. All we've got to do is tune into it. 
Mm. What about some common feng shui mistakes people make in their relationships or love life? How can they avoid them? <clears throat> I think communication by being and being open to um, communication. I think a lot of people have a inward communication and they don't express it. So activating the peach blossoms enables us to be more open and expressive and also open to ex- experiencing new, new, new situations, like being open and honest instead of um, inwardly sort of stuffing it in and suppressing things. Um, don't be afraid of meeting new people. They give you a new perspective. They, they give you a whole new sort of lease on, on an adventure on, on life. Um, one of the things when we were talking about um, compatibilities, look at your Barsi chart, see how compatible it is with another person. Mm. You know, it, it, you don't necessarily need to activate a peach blossom. By activating a peach blossom, you're very much getting your subconscious involved because you're tuning in to something very, a, a deep emotional connection and you're also doing something on purpose, that's a, you have your thought, your intention, your action, you're doing something, and then you're going to have the consequences. So um, so that's why activating the peach blossoms is, is really powerful. It's one of the secrets of why feng shui works is because you're following a procedure that very much gets everything, the environmental energy involved, as well as your energy, your subconscious, your higher self, you're aligning with all of that. So it makes it powerful. But you can look at um, compatibility and um, and timing for meeting up with new people, new friends, maybe joining something new, opening up a whole new world, um, something completely um, that you've not experienced a before. Whole new world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but be yourself, be genuine, be authentic, because people can tell when people are being phony and fake, and it makes people less likely to trust you. And um, be patient. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're still doing singing lessons I haven't, done one in, I haven't done one in ages you should you've got a lovely voice thanks yeah I just I don't know life has just been so busy the last nine months just well, trying make to... time for yourself if you enjoy it is it something you love doing yeah it's quite therapeutic to be honest because we do so... a lot of like body stuff so it's like she found where I was holding tension and then I was like I said that somebody else has identified that I've been I've actually I'm holding trauma in these exact areas of my body so it's kind of like using the singing as a tool to kind of like opening up those areas of my body well, so it's quite did. it's quite deep then do so it. it's it's having the time and space within myself to ha- to to do that exercise as well. well. It starts with a thought and an intention. So if if your intention is to do it, then it starts now with that thought and that intention, and mm-hmm. and you start looking for the gaps in your schedule where you can fit it in, where it, mm-hmm. where or your schedule is built around that. So that becomes a very precious moment mm-hmm. where you're honouring your the goddess within who wants to sing (laughs) yeah of course of course it's just having the mental space to allow that vulnerability because if you're up to your eyeballs in work and then you suddenly just switch into vulnerability it can be a bit like whoa well that you the control will happen with the practice 
the more you, you if you love doing something, the more you do it, mm. it doesn't become um, a, a challenge. Like a yeah, it becomes um, something you love to do. And Sometimes challenges are good, like yeah, being outside definitely. your comfort zone. Absolutely. It's, any catalyst is um, is normally a little bit uncomfortable for change. Mm. Yeah, and that's then good. It leads, it leads on to other things. But by absolutely. doing having having the recognition that you you are honouring yourself, you're loving yourself, you're doing you're doing something that you feel passionate about, and you're doing it right now in this time frame. Is going. You're going to have all the build-up of energy around you, helping you, pushing you to do it, and you'll find it's going to be a great release because when you suppress something and bury it, it mm. will find another way of, of coming out. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's so true. I that's so true. Like, just like um, a bit of a segue, but Saturn returns. They they come around every twenty eight and a half years, the twenty nine years in everybody's chart. So you go for your first one at twenty eight and a half years, a twenty nine year old, and then again it repeats later down the line, sometime in your fifties, like late fifties. Um, but basically, Saturn is all about the teacher, and it's during and it lasts for three years. And during that cycle of those three years between twenty eight and a half to twenty nine to 30, 31, um, you'll learn something. And like you were saying, if you ignore those teachings, they are going to come back and bite you your second return. If you didn't get them the first time, you're going to get them the second time. Mm. So being open and vulnerable and kind of surrendering to situations, the chaos it's actually really good. Yeah, learning from them. And, and uh, I mean, yeah. I had no idea that people could hold trauma or, or a trapped blockage or energy mm, sort of in, in I think in, yeah especially in my chest because like I I kind of go like I go like I hunch my shoulders in front of me because I'm trying to get smaller because I don't want to be seen I want to like hide so it's that's interesting because being seen is a fire energy mm. now fire is the element that controls metal and you're a strong metal person but actually the the, the energy that um, it stops that or stops the fire from melting and reducing the metal energy is earth. And you've got lots of earth in your chart. So mm. it, that's a learning curve. It's a resourceful yeah. energy. Yeah, I think I'm not like what I used to be. I used to be very shy and timid and didn't. I had a fringe that went over my eyes because I didn't <laughs> want to be seen. I just wanted to kind of like hide in the shadows. But That's now, quite natural for a young teen, isn't it? Yeah, but as I've gotten older, I'm turning Embracing. 20. Yeah, I'm turning <laughs> 29 in a couple months, and um, I'm I'm. People say that I'm entertaining, that I'm charismatic, that I'm fun and open, and people think I'm very extroverted. But there's a there's a big side of me in my head that's like, huh. Really? Because <laughs> I think I'm quite introverted. But I think, so another segue, but I've got a lot of Gemini in my chart. I've got it in my moon and my Mars. It's conjunct. And Gemini is, you see you see what they want you to see, that version of them. But there is a lot hidden behind. There's like a whole other world behind and you need to well, kind of Well, let me tell you what's going to happen this month. And it's interesting you're telling us all this because I know your Barzi chart and in the same the character of what you people see, you've got the goat in there. 
Mm-hmm. Now, this month is the horse. The horse and the goat combine. People oh. see you. Mm. Yeah. Also, let's not forget period nine, which is a 20-year period of where you'll be seen. So it's coming, Chloe. That's why you need to prepare. It's 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 something that is meant to be. Mm. So you're going to have well, to wanna learn. Be a, I want to be a presenter on TV. Well, there you go, you know. Like, I'm striving to do that. Physician, heal thyself. So by doing something, you naturally feel, mm. as a child, very... Con- you were suppressing and trying yeah. to shrink. Now you've got to learn different techniques to to open up, release mm. all of that. Let- oh, um. So, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, Mom has just disappeared. <laughs> what just happened? I don't know. Um, let's did say you I- save that. I don't know how that would work, but let's do our outro just in case. So, ladies and gentlemen, in between, Mum is back. Uh, we are wondering if the last hour of information that we just exchanged just went into a black hole or not. Um, so we might be back. Yeah, we might not be back. If you hear this message, we won't be back because you would have got our original message. Um <laughs> But thank you very much for tuning in. It's been a delightful conversation that you may or may not have ever hear. <laughs> oh, we covered some really good stuff. Yeah, we did. So, yeah. Love you. <laughs> Don't love the internet. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> I'll be back in a minute then. <laughs> Bye. Hello, hello, this is Chloe coming in, just finished the edit, and lo and behold, it worked, and I'm coming to you through my crappy headphones, so apologies for that. Anyway, thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you in two weeks' time. Bye!